Hey guys, Sean here. I just wanted to say thanks to everyone who has been tuning into the Play It Up podcast so far. We really love doing this podcast and really appreciate everyone who listens. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash play it up podcast and you can watch the full video podcast on YouTube or listen on Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Buzzsprout and more. If you like what we do, please give us a follow, subscribe, comment, like or review and if you really like us, please recommend us to other people who might like us. Thanks guys and enjoy the episode. It's the Play It Up Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to another episode of the Play It Up Podcast. Thank you for our new intro, Neil. Nice. Thanks. Yeah, no problem. I'm I'm definitely using that. Can can we get a little bit more? Um, It may be a bit later. Maybe I'll do an outro. Ooh, nice. Nice. I'll I'll blend it in with that little chip tune. (laughs) Should sound cool. Oh, boys, boys, boys. Uh, how, how are we? This is uh, episode eight. It's been a little while. Um, yeah. uh, I'm in Germany. I'm Sean, by the way. And who else do we have with us? No one. After you, good sir. It's just me. <laughs> yeah. We've got, uh, we've got Michael again over in, uh, in Brisbane. Oh, yeah. Yep, and... Uh... Neil Cairns over in Brisbane as well. Nice. So got a couple in Brisbane and we got me in Stuttgart, Germany. I've just moved and yeah. a couple of weeks ago and I guess that's why it's been a little bit since we had our last episode. But uh, yeah, boys, how are you? Yeah, not too bad. Grinding away, working hard, trying to save money. Yeah, yeah. Does that mean yeah. you've had less time for games? Around about the same amount of time for games. Yeah. Okay. Maybe a session, a session or two a week in the games room. Some generally just one session. Mm. In my professional opinion, that's not enough. That is not enough. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, a, a little session each day would be okay, but then, huh? well, it depends well, how long there the is session the, is. The, uh, yeah. True. Well, there is the the toilet session on the Game Boy, which is um, Ooh. every day, almost every day. Yeah, nice. And Ree's like, "Why are you going to the toilet so much? You need to see a doctor." <laughs> yeah, just just like refining those Super Mario Land speed runs and uh, nice using using my time wisely. <laughs> Doing, the can. You know what would like if you had like say if you had the runs, you could do speed runs while. Oh. You know, doing the runs. That was yeah. bad. <laughs> that was real bad. It was better in my head. Yeah, yeah. Or you could be like brewing up a big game, if you know what I mean. <laughs> that was way better. Yeah. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> oh, about to about to meet Princess Pooh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that's bad. How about yeah. yourself, Neil? Um, yeah, I've been um, I've been smashed by work, but um, yeah, just um, doing a couple of things when I can. Um, so mm. um, been, I've got back into an old game um, that I used to play as a kid. Um, so oh. it's called Ang Band. Um, so it's a, like Ang a Ang Band. A, yeah, it, it's very um, 
I, I haven't heard anyone else talk about it, but um, yeah. I've heard a lot of people talk about NetHack, which is um, it it deriv mm -hmm. uh, it's a derivative of that. So um, it's a roguelike game. Um, so it's a, a DOS-based game um, where it's kind of like a, a map made out of like um, symbols um, okay. of like um yeah. So um yeah, um a lot of people have been in the community have been uh, working on this game, um, Angband. Um, so it it started in 1990. Um, oh. and yeah, it's a community-based game that um um people from the community help out with debugging it. Um, and yeah, cool. you, you're just a, you're a little character. Um, and it's just like a, you move a square each, each turn kind of thing. Oh, um, yeah. I can see uh, images of it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, and it's, um, so like a very it's, early eighties of dungeon crawly yeah. basic yeah, game. That, yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Um, yeah. and it's Graphically really cool. Cause basic, like, yeah. yeah um, yeah, every right. every level you go down is different. So um, when you go down a level, it, it generates like that level's map. Um, so you, you'd never go through the same cool. dungeon twice, which is like when we're talking about starting in the 80s. Uh, sorry, it started in 1990, sorry. Wow. Um, but still, when you think about that, it's uh, it's insane um, what they do. Yeah, so yeah, the, yeah. it's actually built in the Tolkien universe. Um, so Oh, really? They're like Lord of the Rings and stuff. Um, wow. Yeah. So... And yeah, the idea is to get to, to, I think it might be like Mordor or something like, but um, he's on like level 100, um, which is like incredibly difficult. Like, yeah, people spend their whole yeah. lives trying to get to the end of this game. So yeah, it's pretty cool. Oh, totally nerd. Like this is, <laughs> this is like total cramped up nerd. Um, yeah, so. <laughs> total cramped up nerd. That sounds like a good, like, good name for a game or a band. Oh. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's, um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's funny. I remember getting the game, um, from, we actually got it from my brother's, um, mate's brother. Um, oh. he, he, um, and like, it was literally like given to us on like a, one of the old, um, eight, um, the floppy disks, the uh, three and yeah. a half inch or whatever they are. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, nice. So yeah, like back in those days. Um, so, um, yeah, but like, um, like I said, um, due to COVID, um, a lot of the people in the community have actually put a lot of time into it, making it like a really good game again. So yeah, that's cool. It's pretty cool. It kind of reminds me of um, the Binding of Isaac, the way you uh, describe it. Like it's a like a randomly generated dungeon crawling kind of game. Is that yeah, right? definitely. Okay. Um, yeah, a hundred percent. It's like that. Just um, yeah, not as sick. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, it's like more yeah. basic, but still. Yeah, totally. Like you can see awesome. where, yeah, you can see where like um like Isaac would have got the idea for that. Totally. Um, um, especially watching that um episode of the role playing games on the high school on yeah. Netflix. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, when yeah, I yeah. watched that, that kind of actually made me think. Oh, I wonder what's happening to Angband, and that kind of got me back into it a little bit. So nice, yeah. man, that's nice. cool. So you just downloaded mm -hmm. it for free somewhere, or? Yeah, it's um like if you just type in Angband um on the on the net um you'll you'll come to the homepage and yeah you can just install it for um whatever yeah. whatever operating system you want. So I, I tried that just before and accidentally typed in Wangband and it was a bit <laughs> confronting. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Oh, Ang 
Ang that, Band. Ang yeah, that was, was a different Ang. kind of role-playing game that I did not want to play. <laughs> <laughs> I completely made that up, by the way. Um, <laughs> nice, man, nice. And what, what have you been playing, Mike, when you do get some time? Yeah, yeah, a bit, um, getting stuck back into Gran Turismo too. Oh, yeah, I've like been my, my seeing sec- your um, Instagrams. Yeah. My second ever playthrough since, like, way back in the day. Wow. And I, I found... Because back in the day, I had a burnt copy of it. Yep. And he did, yeah. Um, and I never sorry, had the actual... Can you say uh, that again? I arcade... just broke up a little bit. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I, I never had the um, the arcade mode disc. Okay, before. yep. And on the arcade mode disc, it's got the arcade version of the game, which is like a very cut-back version of Gran Turismo with the cars handle a lot easier. It's a bit more fun, a bit quicker. Right. But it's also got the FMV intro for Gran Turismo 2 as well. And it is terrible. Like uh, it's, compared to Gran Turismo One, it's it's. I don't know how they made it so bad, but it's right. uh, shocking. Did it pick up again in GT Three or? Oh uh, yeah, they yeah they sorted out a beautiful one for FMV for GT Three. Right. But yeah, so and also because I only had the bird copy back then, I didn't realise that there was um on this on the simulation the, the Gran Turismo mode simulation mode disc where you play the main Gran Turismo game was just disc disc two. It's got like a scratch and sniff on the actual top of the disc. So you rub, you rub the disc and you can smell the smells of the pit stop. Oh. Yeah. So and you, it smells you, like you said, it smells you said you rub your disc, right? I rub my discs real hard and have a good sniff and then, holy cow, it's, it's yeah. <laughs> Refreshing. What's it, what's it smell like, Mike? It's, it's meant to smell like the pit stop, apparently. So Wow. But it smells like like car tire rubber. Like That's if you smell amazing. a car tire, if you go to a tire shop, it smells like that tire rubber smell. Yeah, yeah. That's, That's so crazy. Cool. Yeah, that's really cool. You just have to rub it lightly, you know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> sounds so terrible. <laughs> I, I find that usually works too. Yeah. <laughs> I, I assume this would be on like the original, not the um the classic yeah. that came out later. Uh, yeah, it'd be on the yeah, the non platinum version here, yeah, just on the regular original release. Yeah, right. Nice. That's really cool. Mm. So you're grinding my way through getting all golds in all the licenses, and that's, that's taken hard. me for forever. I've only done one license, all golds, the first one, and I'm on the second one. Then I've done, I think, like I've done eight out of ten trials in that one to get the golds, and then I've got three more licenses after that to. And it gets harder and harder, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. On one of the licenses, I got stuck on this like circular course with this shitty little hatchback. And I was there for hours just doing this circular course nonstop. Probably oh. like over an hour, over an hour doing one one trial. Just trying to get it right. And, or Yeah, and then I then I get to like the further ones where you get better cars and faster cars and I was just getting through them in like, you know, oh. ten minutes to get a gold license. So Wow. So is it so, are they going up in levels each license? Well they yeah, they're meant to, yeah. They what the like yeah, they give you extra access to better and faster races with better and faster cars in the okay. actual game. So if you don't have those licenses, you can't do those faster races with the bigger, more powerful cars. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. I think GT it was either two or three I played a lot and I got Yeah. I remember having like a Dodge Viper. And I just, was, yeah. there was one race where if you win, you get like a decent amount of money. And I did that race yeah. like so many that's, times. That's, yeah, that's Gran Turismo 2 as well, I'm pretty sure. And it's okay. just like the normal the normal car cup. You use the Dodge Viper, you race yep. around Autumn Ring Mini, and it's like a 35-second race. You do two laps in 35 seconds or you yeah. run a minute maybe. 
Yeah. It might be, it might be a minute you do two laps and you win, you get 50k. And just do that a couple of times and you can buy whatever you want. Back when you had to earn your money on video games. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah not like I these remember. days. Bloody Forza Horizon. Bloody, <laughs> you start off with a Ferrari. <laughs> oh, oh when I when I first when I first played Forza, I was at my um my brother's place. I was playing it with my nephew, and we were playing it. The car brakes for you. The car steers for you. The car stops you crashing into things. I'm like, what kind of racing oh, game is this? You can turn that off, surely, though. Yeah, you can. You can. Yeah, but that's okay. like the, the, the default is like it does everything for you. Oh, that's yeah. That should not be the default. Which is yeah. I don't know. I guess it makes it kitty proof. Re- yeah, yeah. That's, I remember that's... on. Um, I remember playing um, Grand Turismo two with my mate, and we actually got stuck. On um, we ended up doing up this um this thing that me and Mike started doing it as well. Like, like this <laughs> little mini shitty car, and like yeah. we just amped the shit out of it and just oh, did all yeah. these races with. It's a hilarious car. I've got to find out what yeah. it's called. But yeah, yeah. it's got like a, a mini truck, and it's got yeah. like the yeah. wheel on the front of the of the car. Oh, it's so I used to love doing that too. Like yeah, getting like sponsorship for him and stuff, but like, yeah, silly yeah. things like that. Yeah, like, just some piece of shit Honda or something like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just quickly, we the because I'm, or I am, or we as play our podcast are cheap and we don't have um, pro Zoom. It's going to kick kick us off in a minute, and then we have to start another meeting. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which is pretty funny. Um, uh-huh. So I might actually just do that now. Man, we are nerds. I love it. Oh, yeah. Oh, baby. All right. We'll be back shortly after these messages from nobody. Can you give us some more of that music, Neil? <laughs> yeah. No, he doesn't do requests. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've yeah. got to do it on the fly. It's got to come from the heart. I'm sorry. Just, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, Maybe no, I, I totally yeah, understand. True. You wouldn't want to compromise your artistic integrity. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, mm-hmm. just, uh, yeah. DJ Wonderboy. <laughs> do, do, yeah. do, do, do. Nice. <laughs> yeah, so... What have you been playing, Sean? What's happening over there? What have I been playing? Um, So, I've been playing, always play a bit of Tetris. That's just something you can pick up and play for a few minutes. I got the NES on my uh, hacked Vita, PlayStation Vita. Playing Tetris on a little OLED, OLED handheld is uh, quite nice. The the blacks are just that much blacker. You know, <laughs> really makes a difference. Um, actually, had a decent game yesterday because it's the NTSC ROM. I think it was my PB on NTSC. I yeah. four hundred and four thousand last Jesus. night. Just decent. It's not it's my big. PB overall on PAL, but yep, yep. it is actually it plays really well on that controller. So yeah, a little bit of Tetris. Um, what's it called? Blazing Chrome. It's a little. Retro style, like a run and gun side scroller on uh, with pixel art and everything on the Switch. Uh, it was done by Limited Run Games as well, like, but that's mm-hmm. way more expensive if you want to get that. 
um, but you can just download it. It was it was on sale at some point because of the the studio who made it had a bunch of games on sale, and I had a look, and the it looked really cool, and it's a really good game. It's tough. Um, it feels like something that would kind of belong on the Genesis or Mega Drive, and yeah, it's super nice. Good good controls, good soundtrack, like good like animations with the enemies and everything but i've made it to the last level now and it goes in checkpoints so you play up to a certain checkpoint right and kind of like mario and then you have unlimited continues to go from there but if i get out of the game i have to do like the really hard um part again which i've now gotten past so i'm like keeping the game open because I don't want to go through that again. Even though like once you get past it, you kind of understand it and then you can do it again. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, basically I want to finish that game. And then um, oh, I've been playing Tony Hawk's one, one plus two, oh, the, yeah. the new remake. That was my first, like, I, uh, well, I did buy a couple of Game Boy games before I bought that, but I bought that the day it came out here yeah, um, yeah. in Stuttgart. And yeah, I've played through that. I've finished it now with uh, Shane O'Neill, who's an Australian skateboarder. He's the first, I think, Aussie to be in a Tony Hawk's Pro Skater game. I could be wrong. Oh, well, okay. yeah, okay. he's from he's from Melbourne. Uh, he's an awesome oh, yeah. skateboarder. Like, I don't know. That's... Most people might not know that. I that's my other one of my other passions is skateboarding. And uh, yeah, I actually saw him. I'm 100, almost 100 sure it was him when he was like still a kid basically a teenager at a local school where i was skating and like i was trying this trick for a while i think it's doing a nose grind 180 out and then this kid comes along and just does it like first try not like to show me up or anything i don't think he knew i was trying it and uh i was just like whoa who is this kid and like he is like the best one of the best skaters in the world now he has his own yeah. company he has his own shoe on nike awesome. And uh, he's just awesome skateboarder. So, yeah, shout out to Shane O'Neill. Um, I actually saw him at Cooper Skate Park like a couple of years ago because uh, he's comes back here every now and then and just he'll be in Brisbane for a bit and sometimes and right. go, to, go to some parks. And I did a trick near him, a little a crooked grind, shove it out. It's like something, one of my kind of go-to moves. And uh, he gave me a little whistle, like a... <laughs> So I was like, oh, dream come true. I didn't talk to him because I was, I was shy. And I, I didn't really want to like, uh, it's part of the excuse is that I didn't want to like annoy him because he probably comes back to Australia to have like a relaxed time and everything. And yeah, I should have said hi, but the whistle was enough. That's all I needed. And uh, yeah, that was a bit of a tangent from gaming, but yeah, that was related to Tony Hawk's. So. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, really, really good game. If anyone out there likes the Tony Hawk series, like super fun. You can play online. It looks amazing. Uh, it feels just like the originals, and they've added some things in there. And same soundtrack, but new uh, new songs as well. So it's like they've kept. Oh, your teddies is on there now from the advert. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So what was that? Is on there now? What's on there now? Oh, Dead Dead Kennedys from, from uh, the advert that I saw. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. You've got a Dead, Dead Kennedy's track in there. Nice. And while you're playing, you can actually just click in R3, I think it is, and um, skip um, ah. skip the song. So if you if something comes up, like if you don't like rap music or you don't like rock, 
or something, you could just skip those songs and keep on shredding, bruh. Just sh- shredding the gnar. Oh, fuck yeah, bro. Ew. How's it hold up compared to the originals, Sean? Yeah, really good. Like, it keeps the whole essence and gameplay feel of the originals. Um, Beautiful. Plus, it adds some more things. So, like, you can play Tony Hawk's 1 now with reverts and manuals. Whereas it it never had that. It didn't even have manuals, the first Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. And then... And there was no reverts in Tony Hawk's 2, was it? Yeah, exactly. But I think it also gives you the option to change the movesets back to the originals as well. And it also unlocks game mods like Huge Skater and Tiny Skater. So, like, you're this, like, minuscule little, like, ant (laughs) or this giant. And, um, yeah, a lot of the challenges are similar to the originals, but some are different. And you collect all the secret tapes and um, you actually, once you collect all the secret tapes in both games, you get, you unlock a movie of that skater that you finished with. So actually I, f- I forgot cool. after I finished my session where I finished the other day or yesterday to watch St. O'Neill's um, part, that video part. So I'm going to watch that uh, cool. after we finish up here, but yeah, really good. Nice. And so Vicarious Visions did that one um, cool. Cool. and yeah, they've done a really good job. So there's an extra thing. You collect the Vicarious Visions logo. It's like a, a big V um, in each thing, kind of like a secret tape. But some like it's kind of like as hard to get to as a secret tape, if you guys remember that from Tony Hawk's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then once you get all of those, you can use like the V, the Vicarious Visions emblem in your like profile. And there's like a leveling up system in this one as well. And you can have like a career level up. So every time you like, uh, you get XP and everything like that. So they've added that in, which is nice. And uh, playing online, I think, gets you XP. And yeah, just just a really good game. They didn't charge f- like a full price. You know, like I think it was 60 bucks in Australia. It was like 40 yeah, nice. something oh, okay. euros here. So yeah, yeah really good. Um, so those are what I've been playing. Um, I'm going to be playing a bit more Donkey Kong. So I was playing that so much like before I left because I had that, I don't know if we mentioned that at all, but I had it, I had it for a month. A cabinet from Netherworld, yeah. they let me rent one um, and I played a lot of Donkey Kong and broke the 700k mark but didn't get a kill screen, mm. which is devastating, but uh, also super stoked to beat that 700,000 point mark, which yeah, yeah any, if anyone knows, that's like... You know, like that's a, huge. That's a bee's dick away big, from big, a kill big, screen, big. really. Like, yeah, that was nerve wracking, man. And ugh, I had another six hundred and something game after. I'll get it. I know I will. But yeah, you kind of. I've never chased something on a game for this long, this many years, and uh, I guess it's only been like two years since I've been doing it kind of seriously. But um. Yeah, that's kind of what I've been playing. Uh, I think, oh, Fall Guys. Have you guys played Fall Guys on PS4? Oh, I've been playing that with Re. I've been playing it with Re, yeah. yeah. Isn't that fun, man? Man, it's ridiculous fun. <laughs> yeah. I don't, do, you, do you know much about it, Neil? Um, yeah, Eric's been playing it a fair bit. So, nice. yeah, it's been a bit it's of great. a family time. So, yeah. 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 It's definitely like a kiddie, easy to play kind of game. But, I mean, and everyone plays it. It's really cool. Um, it's I haven't won or anything yet, but it's just 
satisfying. It's like being in that game Wipeout. Was it called Wipeout or? Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. Castle as well, the Japanese one. Yeah, you're trying to get through a crazy obstacle course. Yeah, yeah. I've been playing online with Michelle's um, brother because he plays it as well. So that's been oh, pretty yeah. cool. Like getting, we met, like we only just met like when I got here and apart from talking a little bit when Michelle was at her parents' place um, over over WhatsApp video chat. So it's been cool playing with him and he pra- gets to practice his English and I can talk to him and be like, oh, what's what's this word in German and stuff at the same time. Nice. I teach him things and he'll be like, run you little bastard. <laughs> talking to his fall guy and I'll say something in German that's like sort of the equivalent, maybe worse. <laughs> which, I, which I won't say on, on here. I don't want to offend any of our German listeners, which I'm sure we have zero of, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, Ree managed to get a, um, a first place in the qualifying on one of the rounds. Oh, no way. Oh, and she likes the video saved on the PS4. It's the one where you run through like the um, the doorways with the teeth sort of thing. You jump, yeah, over, you jump okay. through the doorways. Yeah. She chose every single right door just by luck and made it wow. to the end and just like made everyone look like they're nothing wow so, good on you Ree. I've, yeah i haven't even done that special. man wow nice. no i've never ever come first ever no i think i came third or fourth in a yeah, same. Yeah, i got a third yeah i did come seventh i think overall like oh, i got yeah. to a final but yeah i mean it's hard eh? it it's is hard it's hard to get there it is yeah well, especially with kids playing it all the time <laughs> like who have all this time to learn it and everything yeah Probably playing it while they're making their TikToks and checking their Instagram feed and just <laughs> st- still still destroying us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's what I've been playing. And I did go to a retro game shop in Frankfurt. Yeah, and it's, you got a yeah, good tell us what it was like in there, man. Like, re- it was what, really nice, like super organized yeah. and uh, cool, cool. efficient, you know, like you would expect from yep. the Germans. Yeah. Uh, consoles, consoles to like... Was it PC as well, or was it all like just all arcade games? Yeah, pretty much all consoles. Yeah, Um, yeah, they had a good selection. It was called Foxter Games Frankfurt. They have another store somewhere else as well. Foxter, like F O X T E R uh, dot. I think dot EU. If anyone wants to check it out, so I think they're a bit of a chain in Europe. But yeah, nice, nice young dudes who are working there. they helped me out. I bought a couple of Game Boy games. What did I get? Uh, Solar, Solar, Solar Striker, Solar Striker yeah. on Game Boy. That's a good game. Yeah, and Ducktales, which is also fun. Oh, cool! Yeah, um, nice man. Yeah, I was pretty stoked with that. Fifteen euros all up, so twenty-two fifty-ish or twenty-three bucks Australian. Yep. Not like, and you know, it's retail, but that's still pretty fair. That you'd probably pay a bit more than that at um. Super retro, maybe, or about the same in Australia. Yep. Yep. Um, and are they boxed any differently, or uh, there was no boxes with them? But yep. yeah, they just look pretty much the same. Uh, they, I think, just on the side, the little code it says like EUR. Mm-hmm. I've got some here actually, um, and uh, that was kind of my first gaming purchase and then got tony hawks and then um i found i was just looking on marketplace and i came across a game boy sp 
either with an extra battery or just a battery was outside it um, with a charger and everything for 10 euros, which cool. is like 15 bucks, a little bit more. So was, it then, a, uh, was it an AGS 101? No, just the 001. Just the 001, yeah. Yeah, but still like nice. Still good. Yeah, still they go for like 60 to 80 bucks, I think, in Australia. Yeah, yeah easy, yeah. So pick this one up for 15. Uh, it's red, it's in good condition. Um, I have to, I still haven't got like a little um, screwdriver to get the battery compartment mm-hmm. open, but um, so I'll probably resell that. I just had to pick it up because it was so cheap, but that's kind of a little side job I'm doing here before I have a job like buying and selling games. They said, oh, some, they've said they had heaps of messages about it. Um, but I say, oh, I can pay now. And they shipped it for like three, three fifty, three euros fifty, so like five, five bucks. Cool. So I got that for about twenty bucks total. Um, and then I found this Mega Drive. The next, like a week after that or something, I found a Mega Drive bundle. On, nice. uh, if you're yeah. watching this, you can see I'm holding up one of the consoles. Mega uh, Drive Two, I think, is that? Yeah, that's a Mega Drive Two. It did also included the original. So two two Mega Drives uh, and nineteen games. Um, he was asking two twenty, um, which was already pretty good good price. Um, so that's about a bit over like that's probably about three hundred and fifty bucks Australian. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but he said, you know, if you can do two hundred, if you can come today, I can do two hundred. I couldn't come that day, but I said I'll be there tomorrow tomorrow morning. So. He still did it for 200 and he, he was like super adamant. Like, I want you to test every game, every controller, because I don't want like, you know, something to not work later and then we have to do a refund or anything like that. So he's yeah. super nice guy, very honest and legit, like had me into his place and even like gave me like a apple soft shawler, which is a apple juice and um, sparkling water or soda water, I oh. think. I think it's just sparkling water and yeah. it's just, it's just like a, a drink that they have here. It's like refreshing, but not too sweet because it's mixed with some water. Yeah. Um, so I had some of that and played some games and tested them out and asked what else he had. And he had some Game Boy games, but I'll show you those after. So Ooh. the best part of this um, pickup was probably Guns- oh. Gunstar Heroes. Oh, oh nice. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. yeah. That is awesome. This has got the little... Uh, flap off here but I, what I'm going to do is just change the case with another one of the games yeah maybe Outrun because that has a nice case oh um, oh yeah so yeah if you're watching I'll just hold the games up that doesn't come with the manual unfortunately but like nine of the 19 games are complete with manual um, another game I can feel that one has the manual inside Zombies which I think is Oh, Zombies at my neighbours, yeah. Yeah, it's just called Zombies, yeah. maybe in Europe? Oh, Zombies for Mega Drive, yeah. Oh, for Mega Drive, it's just called Zombies? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's actually a, um X-Rental. You can see there, the video... Cool, cool. I don't, I don't know how to pronounce that. Video Loser? Wunderbar. Wunderbar Video. Wunderbar Video. That comes with the original manual, which actually is just not it's not like you know copied or laminated like crazy like australia it's just like original but it has this little barcode Um, wow oh that's awesome that's amazing it's amazing it's survived quite 
quite thick for a manual. Like, yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah. because in the European, they just released one manual with all the different yes, languages. With all maybe. languages, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it does seem to have. I mean, a lot of the Aussie, yeah. a lot of the Aussie power releases had that as well. It was heaps of languages as well as English. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So I think this is probably the same thing that came out in Australia. Um, yeah, a whole bunch of other games like Aladdin, a couple of Mickey Mouse games. Oh, um, good, good pickups. Shit. Yeah, awesome. I mean, it wasn't like a steal. It was pretty good though. Probably like, I don't know, because if I can sell, if I can sell everything. And maybe keep Gunstar Heroes, but I might have to sell that because I, I don't have a job at the moment. Ah, um, uh, yep, yep. For so I paid two hundred. If I could, if I could get a hundred euros out of it, I mean, I'd be okay with that. It's not really something you can rely on to just yeah, yeah true. true. But I was just like a more of an experiment to see how it is to sell things here on like eBay or Facebook Marketplace. Um, yep, yep, they they have an eBay here called eBay. Um, Planet Planet I think it is, or Planet It means like small sales, so it's like a like a Gumtree. Oh yeah, cool. Um, so no fees, and I mean Gumtree is owned by eBay now, I think. Anyway. Oh whoa! Oh. I'm pretty sure, because yeah, once you list something on Gumtree, they're like, oh, do you also want to list it on eBay? Oh whoa! And pay us fees when it sells. <laughs> uh, this this came with it. He, That's pretty awesome. He was devastated, this guy, because he, in a move, so this, this is what was left after he lost um, some of the power cords for the other Mega Drive, because that came just as a console on its own. And I think the box and stuff, and 50 games he lost in a move. Oh, And I think nice. they were all boxed and everything. But yeah, like there's the original yes. manu manual, which is quite nice. It's quite thick. I think just all the different languages wow. and stuff. Yeah. If anyone's watching and cares, there's a... <laughs> Just saw what it looks like. So that'll maybe help it sell anyway. I might sell that on its own because someone probably missing that from a boxed version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, usually I'd like to buy and sell things but keep some for myself. Um, but this was kind of like, yeah, I'll buy it. I'll play the games because actually what I'm excited for is Michelle's TV except SCART, even though it's an LCD. Oh, beautiful. So I'll get to play these games in RGB, even though it's not on a CRT. So, what? <laughs> yeah. So that'll be pretty cool. Um, yeah, walking down the road on my first day in Stuttgart, I like found the CRT that was just like accepting SCART. It was just on the side of the road, but like we don't have enough room yeah. here. So I, yep. just, I didn't pick it up, but that was cool. I took photos and sent it in the group if you guys saw. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it's, it could still be there, but it was just sitting there with um, other rubbish and everything was intact. Yeah. It, prob it probably worked, but if yeah. I, if I found like a really good one, I'd probably just pick it. I probably could have picked it up and just sold it to be honest. Um, yeah. but hopefully, I mean, that would have been better than, or even just pick it up and give it away for free to a retro gamer. Um, yeah, yeah. that would have been better than it like going to the dump or wherever it's going. Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, what, what size was it, Sean? What, what, sorry? What size was the TV? It looked like about a 20 something inch, maybe right. 20, 21. Yeah. Right. Kind of pretty on the, on the bigger side. It wasn't a small. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So That's something you could just pick up easily and uh, take inside. Yeah, not like I could hide like under the bed and then <laughs> pull out. 
Yeah. Uh, we, we only have like one room here. Like we have a bedroom and we share the rest of the place. So can't have, I don't have my own games room, which is devastating, but uh, you know, I'll get through. I did bring my PS4, my Switch, a 3DS, uh, and a Game Boy SP and a Vita. So that's pretty much a games room. <laughs> uh, she'll be, she'll be right. <laughs> yeah. Michelle, Michelle, um, it's my girlfriend. For anyone who doesn't know, um, was like, oh my, oh my God, babe, you you brought all all these consoles, like five consoles, and only one pair of shoes. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's amazing. I was meant to bring another pair of shoes, but uh, I just actually wasn't because I didn't have room. I just forgot just stupidly, um, I guess, in all the excitement of moving and everything. Uh, how, did you, how did you transport a PS4 from Australia to Germany without like, it getting bumped and damaged? And, well, oh, that's, a, that's a mission. I wrapped it in bubble wrap. And in, yeah, a, yeah. and in a jumper and like made sure it was kind of like protected well. And uh, yeah. Yeah. all the other consoles except for the dock for the Switch came with me in my carry-on because they're small. Ah, oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, the PS4 I was a little bit worried about, but uh, it's working and it's all good, so. Cool, made it through luggage, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I knew I'd be here for a fair while. Uh, the plan yeah, yeah, yeah. was loosely six months, but it's probably going to be longer because mm. Michelle has to finish her um, her law law degree. Yeah. And that'll be like, I think, around the end of 2022 or, or, or the, no, the start. What's it? It's 2020. So by the end of next year, or which is, yeah, 2021, um, or the start of 2022, I believe she finishes. And then, yeah, we'll, we'll see, see how we go. But um, I also I'll picked up break. some. Yeah, no worries. Back in this, back in this. <laughs> He's broken the seal. <laughs> yeah. So, um, um, can I? I just want to ask a little bit more about the um, retro shop, if that's all right. Um, oh, for sure. Sorry, I've been want... talking way too much. No, that's all good. Um, so, what was like that? What was the main console that you saw, or, like, or main game collection that you saw in that shop? A um, lot of. A lot of PS2 and I think from memory, yeah, like PS2 and PS3 was in abundance. They also had a lot of modern stuff because it's not like a specific retro game shop. It's just sort of everything, all games. Yeah, for sure. Which I guess makes sense. Like why, why wouldn't you um, do modern games Yeah, that, games that's well? how these businesses, yeah, that's how these businesses survive. So yeah, that's... Cater that's for everyone. Yeah, that's it. I mean, and there's nothing wrong with modern games anyway. Like, I play them. Um, so I think if... Yeah, you'd have to be a real, like, purist of retro gaming to not, like, stock modern games as trade-ins and stuff. Especially yeah, since, sure. like, yeah, you can just sell them pretty easily, probably. Like, if someone trades in COD or one of those games for, like, and you give them 20 bucks and it's a new one, you know, it's going to sell for 40. So Yeah, for sure. One thing um, I'm really surprised by with um, new games is um, how much they depreciate in value, though. Oh. Um, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, there's, there's games like, I don't play new games, but um, I, I remember thinking, like, if I played a new game, it would be like the um, Shadows of Mordor. Um, oh, yeah, great. Like, yeah, great game. Yeah, well, I went to, like, um, 
I had a look because um, America's buying something in, at EB Games, and it's like, and a, a year later, it's worth absolutely nothing. <laughs> yeah, what is it like? Crazy, ten bucks or something? Like ten bucks? Then yeah, it's in the ten buck kind of like pile of games, like where they're like they've yeah. got like the big table, like just in the middle of the room kind of thing. Yeah, for, for a triple A title that probably cost like millions and millions to make. Yeah, well, you know, somebody picked it up like when it first got released for like what eighty bucks or yeah. seventy bucks, something like that. Yeah, yeah, or a hundred if they didn't price match, maybe with EB. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just wild, isn't it? Like that. Nintendo is kind of the only console that holds its value pretty well now. Um, yeah, for sure. We um we went to buy um we bought like about fourteen or fifteen games for Eric, um, mm. and. Jen and I, at the start, we used to wait a couple of months thinking, oh, you know, they're going to drop value, but none of them do. Like, they just they're yeah. constantly, I don't know if it's because they cost so much to make. I'm not sure, but um, I think it's yeah. just because there's no competitor to what Nintendo offers. Yeah. If, if yeah, that, sure. If that game is on other consoles, um, like, because they have like LA Noir and stuff on the Switch, I think that would drop a bit. But it just seems like Nintendo, it just doesn't need to drop its prices. Maybe because it's not flooded or something as with as many games and games that are like on other systems. They can just, they can keep that premium pricing. Yeah. Have, you guys, yeah. have you guys seen the price of Mario Kart for Nintendo Wii when it, when yeah. it, comes, when it comes up? Is it like 40 or 50 bucks still? Well, yeah, probably on eBay it is. At EB, at EB Games, it's seventy bucks, sixty-five to sixty-five <laughs> wow. to seventy, because yeah. it has this massive nostalgia. It's a one-off. You can use your steering wheel, and you know you control the for yeah. the, uh, steering, yep. and uh, yeah, that's 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 crazy. come up real quick because all the other Wii stuff is worth nothing. <laughs> yeah, it's not really well, except most, most of it. Yeah, except for like the nothing. yeah only the first-party stuff like Mario yeah, Galaxy yeah. and. Galaxy 2 and probably Zelda. But I um, I think Donkey Kong Country Returns might still be worth 30 or 20 bucks. It's not yeah, cool. and the Super Mario, um, was it All-Stars 25th anniversary? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that red, the red and blue yeah. with the, um, yeah. Yeah, I got that when it came out. That was pretty cool. Did that, did that come with Super Mario Maker or is that a separate thing? No, Super Mario Maker came out and it, it did come with a pack that had this like retro Mario Amiibo and the art book. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I lost my train of thought, but I've got Game Boy games. What do you, what do you guys Sorry. think? You want to want to see them? Yeah. yeah let's <laughs> check them out. Let's check them out. Uh, I, so from the same guy that I bought the Mega Drive off, he also, he hadn't put these up for sale yet because his son has lost the Game Boy. So he hadn't been able to test them. But uh, I took them off his hands. Eight games for 50 euros, which is about 80 bucks. So about 10 bucks a game for Game Boy. I mean, that's not a steal at all. But I thought, ah, oh, I'll take them. And some of them are worth more than 10 each and see what I can do or at least play them for a bit. Um, but uh, Ninja Turtles... Uh, Fall of the Foot Clan. It's a pretty cool little game. I had a play of that the other day. Okay. Um, I think that's worth around 10 euros. 
so yeah, if I can sell them for 10 euros each, which is about $15 each, then I'll come out with some money. But yeah, I don't really want to do that too much here because I'd rather people actually get the fines and stuff and keep some for themselves and sell off what they don't want because I'm kind of just going to sell mm, almost everything. Uh, WrestleMania, which actually seemed kind of fun for a wrestle, wrestling game. Oh, no, it's called yep. WWF Superstars, not WrestleMania. It's got Hulk Hogan just like with the meanest, meanest looking mug in the world on the front there. <laughs> if you can see That's that. Awesome. Yeah. Just, just really clenching his teeth like he's, he needs to go to the toilet and do some speed runs. <laughs> uh, Terminator 2. That's, that should be a new thing. Oh, just got to go do a speed run. Do <laughs> a speed run. Yeah. <laughs> Quick two, uh, three minute, five minute, ten minute speed run. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, no, I better run. I've got the speed runs. <laughs> got the speed runs. Uh, there, there, we've got it. We've got it now. We've got it. <laughs> what does he mean? Oh, he's just going to go play Mario. <laughs> uh, world, world, world Cup soccer. Doesn't really oh, okay. interest me at all, but uh, yeah, these, <laughs> these all work. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not even into many sports games, even basketball. Um, I don't really like NBA Jam and stuff, but not like realistic sports games, I guess. Yeah, yeah, same. Uh, F1 race, which is pretty cool. That's kind of like a outrun. The way it's like Isn't the that, scaling. Yeah, is that not one of like the launch titles for Game Boy? It, I feel it could be. It's in quite good shape. You can hear that. That's Michelle hanging out there. And we are back. We're back. The Play It Up podcast is back. Oh. So, Sean, have you found much of like a gaming community in Germany? Well, funny you should ask, Neil. Um, <laughs> uh, and, uh, Loaded question. Yeah, wow. Um, no, short answer. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not. I think that there is one. Yeah. Um, I just haven't like. Really You've only been there what? Three weeks? Four? Four weeks? Two weeks and three days. Four days. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I've just I've made a couple of uh, friends at the skate park just from skateboarding. That's kind of, uh, it's always been easy to make friends with skaters because there's always this mutual respect and it's like a social thing you're at and about anyway. Um, but in terms of a retro gaming community, that's actually a good idea. I might look on Facebook to see if there's any groups. Um, I don't think there's a, I couldn't find an arcade or anything in the area, but I would love to. And maybe there's actually... That's what I need to look into pinball places because they usually would have a, a arcade or, or two, but I love pinball anyway. So, yeah. Maybe even Rasmus would even know someone or some people in Germany. True. Yeah, I've been thinking about um, contacting him about the, um, the shed. Into the shed. In Denmark. So that would be amazing. Um, if people don't know what the shed is, um, maybe you have a good idea of what that is, Neil to describe it um so i've only heard it through um johnny bond or that well he was my kind of introduction to the johnny! Shed. Um, yeah 
big shout out to Johnny, probably our number one fan. Um, so (laughs) from what I understand, it's not exactly an open arcade, um, but it's a place that Mm. it it is a a place with a heap of arcade machines um, that belongs to like, it's in somebody's shed from what I understand. Um, Mm. um, And like this guy just opens up the shed to um, the the gaming community um, every so often, like a couple of times a month is my understanding. And um, yeah, so they, they are often um, have events on, I think. Um, so there's, yep. there's a couple of good um, ice cold beer plays over there. Mm. Um, Rasmus himself, um, who went for the record, I think, which is like ridiculously long. I, I, I can't fathom. I think it's like a 40 hour game or something like that. Yeah. Shout out to Morgan Kibbe who tried to do that at um, uh, BPAC at, at the Echo last year. Yeah, yeah. And they they recently had a um a, a Gyrus player um over there and she was um she was going for some form of record for Gyrus. I don't think she made the world record, but she she did. Well. I think it was a higher score for a female, maybe, or maybe she was breaking her own personal best. But it was like some crazy marathon, wasn't it? Yeah, that's right. And obviously, like they're they're big in the um arcade community. Um, yeah, mm. I think maybe even Johnny. Did the Pang record over there? I might be wrong about that, but um, yeah. I think he did. I think he did. Um, and they have some trading cards with the Walter Day trading card set. There's a few of the Danish guys on there. Um, yeah, for sure. One of them, I can't remember his name, but he's like a crazy Tetris player. Um, Yanni or something. And he like has this super like intense way of playing like you could see it in his eyes he is just like the most focused man in the world can't remember his name but i think he was in yeah he if if you know like classic tetris you probably know who i'm talking about but um yeah i would love to go to the shed while i'm here being that we're just neighbors with denmark and raz said it should be cool i'll have to contact him and see if i can head there I don't know, December or something. And it's crazy to think I can just catch like a train and be in Denmark. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now that I'm in Europe, like you can just get to other countries so easily. It's uh, it's awesome. Um, yeah. So that'd be amazing. And I probably would try to do a podcast with them actually. Um, oh yeah. And just have a chat and say, get a bit of the history of the, of the shed and get to know the people involved a bit and just have a chat and it would be pretty cool. I think they can all speak English, I'm pretty sure, or at least most of them. So yeah. 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 That'd be awesome. yeah. I suppose um, the, the other thing that we should mention today is um, for, for record reasons is uh, the Donkey Kong world record. Yes. Um, so that's a, uh, yeah. Another world record for Donkey Kong. It's at now, I think it's at 1.26. Yeah, I have the um, I have the chat open where Johnny was talking about it, I think. Uh, 1.269. So super yeah, close. Oh, my God. 1.2695, I think it was. So he was 500 points off cracking 1.27 for the first time ever. And that's uh, Robbie Lakeman beat his own record. Oh. 
and Surfy, who is, I think he's in second place. Um, I think his name's, I can't remember his real name, but Surfy is what he goes by. And he he did 1.255. Yeah. Today as well. Like the same day, I think. So. Oh my God, it's insane. It's probably like two of the top four or three scores ever. Like in one day, yeah, that's just crazy. Uh, John John McCurdy is surfy. Ah, so yeah, I'll have to go and watch those sessions. Like, I like to see players' reactions when they either get close or beat a record, and just see how they are, um, like yeah. how it affects them, because that's like an amazing thing. Like last time, Robbie though, he just seemed a bit pissed off. He beat the he beat the surfy's record, and he was like. Yay! New world record! Woohoo! He didn't seem too happy about it. I think because oh. he was just getting the shits with the game, which yeah. Is, uh, yeah. is very understandable. Because I think it like made it really hard on him. Like they weren't steering and stuff. The barrels. I remember him saying, "Like, of course, why wouldn't you steer? God!" Was <laughs> <laughs> getting pretty annoyed, but I mean, it's an yeah. enra- it's an enraging game, so. Oh yeah. yeah, and um, on some uh, local Donkey Kong news, um, yeah, uh, Matt Matt Tekio got uh, another one million game. So that's his, from what I understand, that's his fourth one million game. Yeah, and the, only Australian, <laughs> only Australian to make a million. So yeah, it's wow. pretty impressive. Awesome. That's crazy. He he was aiming for top ten, I believe, um, which I think he wants to get. Um. To, to knock out Hank Chen is what he's aiming to do. Not to knock out Hank, but like basically that's what would happen if he made top 10. And I yeah. think that score is 1.14 or something from memory. He got so close and then just got like, yeah, so Hank Chen's score is 1.138. So 1,138,600. And uh, I guess Matt just wants to beat that. Maybe he wants to crack the one point one four. I'm sure he wants to go as high as he can, but that's just insane for an Aussie who was just like not even getting a kill screen like a year or something ago. Maybe yeah, a year crazy. Bit. Yeah, I think it was yeah. more than more than a year ago. But he got his kill screen. I'd love to see, man, yep. Yeah, I'd love to see his progress bar, like um, of like. How like from his first game, and would just oh, be incredible. Yeah. Just a big like, yeah. yeah that's Man, the opposite to mine. What was that? What was that sound effect, Sean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's the official sound of a progress bar. I think you're fine. <laughs> oh, nice. Um, I guess I'll finish off the last two Game Boy, few Game Boy games from my find oh. from earlier before. Yes, of course. I had to open the front door. Um, Kirby's Dreamland, good, always a good one. Um, Solid. And Fortress of Fear, which is um, oh. Wizards and Warriors X. It says on the front, so that's kind of a cool little like. Um, I guess it's like a platformer or adventure game where you are destroying like demons and skeletons and dragons if, if the if the artwork on the cartridge is correct i did test it <laughs> just for a little bit um just to make sure it worked and this guy 
is the last one. Super 128 oh. in one. So it's awesome. not it's not official, and as of now, it does not work. Um, oh. But I think it just needs a clean. Um, maybe I need to take it apart as well and just sort of see. But it's kind of funny because I would put this in the Game Boy Advance, turn it on, and you know how the Nintendo logo usually pops up and it's a bit like muddled or it's like pixelated and not proper if it's not working. Only the trademark R was coming up, like the registered trademark with no Nintendo. And other times it was like, just weird dots where the Nintendo logo should be. So not what you'd usually see from a cartridge. So, I mean, if I can't get it working, it's a cool little like yeah. piece to have because I won't sell it unless it works. But apparently these are worth a little bit, but no save states for any of the games. So <laughs> you either have to finish it in one go or hopefully there's a password system for that. But I don't know which 128 games. There's a bunch of these because I looked up to try to see what it's worth. There's a bunch of different ones, but it's kind of funny on the front. That looks like Mega Man and some sort of egg with with arms and legs. Does that look familiar at all to you guys? No. <laughs> look at him. He's like an egg. And then like Mega Man seems to be... egg guy. He's actually, actually, that's kind of bad because he's... He's, he's like a blue marshmallow egg. He's pointing at his head like this as if he's like saying... I'm going to shoot myself. And he also has a thumbs up. And he's wearing like a, scho- a scholar's hat like you would at graduation. I thought that's what it was. Yeah. Where does this it's guy get off? Oh, mate. <laughs> One of his eyes is closed and it's like an arrow. And he's got like a little douchebag pencil mustache. I mean, Mega, <laughs> Mega Man should not be gallivanting around with such things. No, nah, no. Nah. Anyway, that's uh, that's it. And yeah, they all came, except for one of them came with the plastic Game Boy cases. So that's another cool thing. They're, they're kind of like not rare or anything, but I think they're still worth like a couple bucks each. They're all in fi- official Nintendo ones. So Ah, cool, cool. I think, yeah, they all are as far as I could see. Yeah. Have you guys had any pickups lately in the last like month? Got the old uh, gift card rack from the back of the shopping center. Yeah, dude, tell us about that. <laughs> so, anyone that can see the video, I found a. That is so yeah. hot. Oh my God, that is hot. Yeah. So, I was out, I was walking the dog with my wife, <laughs> <laughs> and we walked past the back of the local shopping centers. And out the back in amongst uh, a bunch of old like pallets and crates and rubbish at the back of one of the shops, there was like an old gift card rack. And mm. I was like, oh, that's, a, that's a pretty unique thing to be getting thrown out from a shopping mm. center. Yeah. So I went up, I went up and had a look at it. I was like, oh, yeah. you know, this, this, you know, this could be something because, you know, gift cards, a gift card rack is, you know, the clear perspex, many, many shelves of clear perspex where you can put your gift cards in and there's rows and rows of gift cards mm. down and up. I was like, they'll probably work really well for video games as well for like, I don't know, put games in there instead of gift cards and layer them like side by side, like like an old video game store in, you know, like the late 90s, early 2000s when you'd have racks and racks of video games sort of thing like at a Sanity or 
at, yeah, at any big games even, yeah, at a game yeah, shop. So yeah, went to the, went to the cafe uh, just around the corner from there. Yeah. Came back and when I came back, the manager was at the back of the shopping centre as well. He was doing like, just organising some shit around the back of the, back of the warehouse of the shop. I was like, is this, um, so I went up and had a chat. I was like, is this, uh, is this, is this a uh, thing? Is this rubbish? This, this thing here? Or like, what hmm. is it? He's like, oh, it's, it's, it's been out here for a couple of weeks. We thought someone was going to come and pick it up, but it's, it's just been sitting here. It's just like, you know, it's, it's going to get thrown out in the next rubbish run. So if you want it, you can have it. And I was like, okay, then I'll, uh, I'll come back later and grab it. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Did you clean yeah, so the, so um, good. Yeah, sorry. Keep going. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we, so we came back with um, with Reed's Mini and opened up the boot and somehow, miraculously, just in the back of the Mini, I drove it home and pulled, I put it around the backyard. And because it was a gift card rack, it was um, a lot of glitter. Like every every shelf had like a thin layer of glitter along the bottom of it because, you know, gift cards apparently have glitter all through them. Yeah. So it was... Or, it was or, it, or it used to be in a strip club. <laughs> yeah, true, true. I'm glad it wasn't. And <laughs> I, had to, <laughs> I had to pull every single... I had, to, I had to pull the entire thing apart, basically, and every every shelf is made of two perspex, part, perspex parts. So... It's like a vertical part which hooks into like a lower vertical part and they hook in together to make like a single shelf. Mm. And that goes on down, I don't know how many times, uh, 12 or maybe 14 times down the entire rack. So I had to dismantle the entire thing and clean, I don't know, 40 or 50 bits of perspex because every bit of perspex had glitter all over it. So in the backyard with the hose, <laughs> the, the, the detergent just high pressure watering it with the hose and wow. it down, setting it, setting it out to dry. Um, I was trying not to dry it in the sun because I know that some perspex can go yellow in the sun and like start to discolor, which has happened, happened to some of the lower levels of the um, actual, oh. of the, of the case. Cause the lower levels uh, where it was situated at the shopping center, the lower levels was close to where the sun could get to it, like around uh, the corner of the wall that was near. Right. So some of them have got a bit murky. So I was drying it out, like you know, on top of the clothesline in the shade or on a towel, and it, it, it was it was an entire day process to get it all cleaned up. And managed to get it all back together and brought it into the games room, and I was like, "It's here." Let's. Um, so I got my PS One games usually in like CD story rack. I was like, "I'm just going to layer all the PS One games in it and see how it goes." Yep. Oh, so I'll just I'll just repeat. I think you said you used to have your PS One games in a CD storage rack. Yeah, CD yeah, cool. rack. Yeah. It just it's breaking up a bit. It might be your connection. Oh, okay. Okay. It's probably my connect. I need to get a Wi-Fi booster in the games room for sure. Ah. Uh, okay. And get yeah, off four. the internet, re God. <laughs> get a four guys here. Yeah. Jesus. Um. Stop watching your four K Lego movies. <laughs> Yeah, so I laid all the um, the PS1 games up in it. I'm like, awesome. Nice, man. Now I just need to somehow fit it in the games room a bit better because it takes up a lot of room. And uh, yeah. we'll that's, go from there. Dude, nice. Yeah, it looks... I love it, man. I think for me, that's the dream, having all my games, at least the ones that look cool, um, forward-facing, like a yeah, game, yeah. game shop or museum. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, then you can just 
appreciate and you don't have to pull things out all the time and handle them to look at the artwork. Yeah. And it, it, it makes it easier to decide like what game you want to play. That's it. Instead of just looking at words, you, you kind of look in at like what appeals to you, like what kind of gameplay in a way. That's um, it. It reminds you of games that you do have in your collection that you don't, you don't see. And you're like, Oh shit, that's right. I'll, why, mm. why haven't I played that recently? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Mate. It's beautiful. It's awesome. It's like you got that for free as well. I mean, you had to put in some labor, but yeah. <laughs> free, free in terms of money. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Nice. Oh, except your water bill probably went up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of water was used. Holy shit. A few dollars maybe. The Perspex because I was like detergent and the little thin laser Perspex. I had like cuts all over my hands from dealing with like slippery Perspex. Like, oh man, you really like paid the price for this. Set up. <laughs> uh, wow. yeah, totally, totally worth it. Yeah. Oh, mate. You're a retro gaming warrior. <laughs> That's awesome. You know what would be really freaking sweet? If where the the signs up the top are, if you like put it, put some like Kong off marquees or some sort of like yeah. signs for yeah, gaming up there. Yeah, there'd be enough room. On- Room for a thin, like a wide marquee yeah, of, of some kind. Like, yeah. Like, I'm thinking maybe like a PS1, just like a PS1 label. Yeah, just the, the classic, like, with, yeah. colorful logo with PlayStation. Oh. Yep. Hot. Yep. Yeah. And then, like, a motion, a motion sensor um, audio tune of the startup screen. Oh. <laughs> so every time someone walks past it, like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> How do you make that sound with your mouth? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everyone knows the classic P- PS1. Uh, PS1 startup noise. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Well, what about your, yourself, Neil? Or Mike, did you have any uh, other pickups? Uh, no, that, that's, that's been it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Give, hit, hit me, Neil. Hit me with your best uh, shot. <laughs> Um, pickups I've had. Um, so I've, it's an old pickup, but I finally got it up and running, and that's the um, FPGA board or the Ooh, Master Mister. board. So, oh, Master, yeah, yeah. So, yeah Master, Master. Master. I don't know what to call it. I don't know. You know, yeah. maybe it's a South Wales Queenslander thing. I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm finally got that up and running. Um, so still need to um, do some updates. Uh, had a had a quick game of. Um, or two of um, Ghosts and Goblins, um, and it ran really smoothly um, yeah, up into good. a part. So, on the um, for some reason, on the uh, fourth level, um, when you're walking across, it, um, you kind of it, when you're um, moving right, all of a sudden you kind of hit this invisible wall, and you actually need to kind of like jump through it, and it's really kind of um, ganky, um, janky. Oh. Um, so yeah, I'll have to have a look and see maybe an update will fix that. Um, up for me um, so yeah that that really um, that was a bit frustrating and ruined my run a fair bit but um yeah Jeez. still I'm overall I'm, I'm pretty impressed like the um the first three levels um, that I did um, it, it ran very very smoothly um, nice. so I was really happy um, it, it wasn't cheap investment so um, mm. I was I was really happy with how those runs went and potentially it, it, the game that I'm running like compared to the um, the emulated version is a lot easier. So fingers crossed, you know, 
Really? That'll help my gameplay. Yeah, surprisingly. Um, I'm really surprised by it, but it, it actually feels um, like the the game that I was playing on the Mister um, was easier than what I was playing as an emulated version. Wow. So I wasn't actually... Um, same same ROM. Like same... Yeah, so... Same settings and everything. Yeah, so the... Um, um, from what I understand um, is that the, the Meister is actually a, um, like a, um, a, almost a carbon copy of mm. what you would play on the arcade um, board. Um, right. But I wasn't expecting it to change um, monster pattern behavior, which is kind of what I experienced um, wow. playing, the, playing the original game. So, um, yeah from what I understand or from what I've learned about ghosts and goblins, um, it's actually easier to play on an original board than it is the emulated version. Wow. I wonder if that's true for other games because I always play better Donkey Kong on an original machine. Yeah. There's a couple of people. Dennis Edmonds is really um, adamant about, playing Donkey Kong on an original board compared to the um, 60 and one. Mm. Um, and from my understanding, um, the 60 and one plays very, very similar to an original board. Um, the key difference being um, that the sound mm. roms are off. Yeah. Um, so when you're on a couple of the boards, when you when you move on the 60 and one, you don't actually hear the feet of Mario. But um, like what you know that kind of sound, um, yeah, you don't hear that. So that's that's really significant. But the rest of the game seems to play very similar. But um, mm. but that's he was always adamant. Yeah, I, I thought maybe it was just like maybe it might have been an excuse for some bad games on the sixty-one or something like that. But um, mm. no, what I've noticed is is a significant difference between the. Um, yeah, just um, what the monsters do, um, which is bizarre. I, I didn't expect totally. that kind of difference. So, yeah. Yeah, I I wouldn't be surprised if that's, like, accurate. Because, yeah, I've had, like, my last few PBs on a, uh original Donkey Kong. And it does kind of feel easier. Um, it could just be a mental thing. I don't know. For me, anyway, like yours one, your one sounds like you know that game super well, right? The goblins, yeah, and yeah goblins. especially those those levels that I'm playing on. Um, I've I've really um, there's there's times where like I, I kind of need a good game, mm. but um, the, just the small amount of playing that I've played, it was it was noticeable. I, I don't know if it's just because the game, like the, um, there was a little bit of lag on, on the main version. I'm not sure, but uh, right. yeah, uh, uh, definitely, definitely difference in um, the, the monster um, behavior, which is mm. like, yeah, just really surprising to me anyway. So that it, yeah, that's super interesting. Hmm. The, um, so can we, uh, can we expect a new world record anytime soon, Neil? What do you think? No pressure. Um, no, I'm still a long, long way off it. Um, this mm. is like a, a project of mine. And uh, recently I haven't had a lot of time to play it. Right. Um, and my kind of feeling with um, this record is that I'm going to need like an hour a day of, of gameplay constantly mm. um, to, to get close. I, I, I did learn something new 
about the game the other day, which is exciting. I always love learning um, mm-hmm. new parts of a game and, and discovering them yourself. So that keeps me fresh um, yeah. with the game. Um, so sure. fingers crossed I can um, put a game together. I'm, I'm very close to a one credit clear. And um, yeah, then I'll be on my way. Wow, dude, that's that's super Great. super difficult, isn't it? Like barely anyone can do a one credit clear of Ghost and yeah. Goblins. I'm not. Yeah, I'm. I'm not sure how many people have, have done it before. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, my my plan is to. I, I don't like the way that the high scores are done on Twin Galaxies. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that they cheated, um, but some of their deaths are convenient places to die where you can rack up more points ah. um, and I, I i don't the way i'm going to or the way i hope to break the record would be to move on from those points after dying so i can't be so nobody can be like suspicious about my gameplay right um, but that's making my challenge a lot more difficult <laughs> because right. i'm trying to do it in that form so um yeah we'll see what happens the path of the honest man is often much more difficult. Yeah, well, I just um. <laughs> so wise. There's been so much um. There's been so much speculation um, within gameplay um within the community uh, unfortunately, mm-hmm. um so I, I would be really up. kind of thing so i think it's just a nice clean run would, would be perfect sorry i think it just it might have been my internet you guys both just froze for a sec so i last thing i heard was there's been speculation in the community um yeah <laughs> um yeah oh, there's sure. <laughs> definitely your connection um, sean oh really okay yeah um yeah. Well, i heard him fine yeah okay yeah that would have yeah, been so, uh, i was just saying that i'm um, like um I'd rather do a clean run um, where because of the speculation um, within some of the games um, mm. that I would just rather have a, a, a nice clean run and nobody can kind of judge my, my score poorly or, mm. you know, say that I, I, I cheated in any way. Right. Yeah. So you won't be handing in a, a VHS tape that looks a bit dodgy or anything like that. Um, who knows? Like, uh, like, I would love, I would actually love to, um, to, um, submit it on a VHS tape for a bit of fun. But, uh, yeah. That would be cool. Oh, that'd be gold. <laughs> for sure. But yeah, no, I just, um, just want to make sure that I don't, um, I've been, the way I've been practicing is if I die, you move on from that area. You don't continue to use a, a point press. Um, right. And yeah. Nice, man. Uh, that's uh, the honorable way to do it. And then there'll be no doubt in your mind or anyone else's uh, that it's legit. Yep. And that's, that's what you want. Mostly for yourself, because I know you well, and you would just feel shit if you knew that you didn't do it the right way. You wouldn't even submit it if you thought it was dodgy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So, well, you know, I think um, I think ninety nine percent of us are, are honest people. Um, but yeah, mm. you just got to make sure you're submitting correctly. I suppose. Yeah, that's it. And uh, I will I will watch that submission. And I will try to pick it apart as much as I can, but I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure I wouldn't find anything wrong with it. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, let's see you guys had anything else to talk about. I think that's, that's enough of us talking shit for this week. 
<laughs> yeah, no drums. Yeah. Um, just um, just one thing I wanted to mention was um, I just wanted to do a huge shout out um to the Game the System team yes. um down, the podcast um oh, yeah. down in Sydney. So um, that's with um Matt Tolbert. <laughs> nice, Mike. Yeah, there we go. Got a bit of um, uh, got a bit of a plug study in cooler. There. Um, yeah. Um, so John Pancini, who has like a bit of a uh arcade himself, or like a it's like a private arcade, I suppose. Awesome. Um. And uh, definitely Mark Bell. Um, Mark Bell, someone who I um, really, really look up to um, in, in the uh, Australian gaming community. Um, he's really um, gathered um, the community down south, especially. Um, and yeah, he's doing a great job. So if um, if you like what we're doing here, um, definitely go check out check them out. Yeah, you'll probably like what they do a lot more. <laughs> They'll be doing yeah, it for yeah. for longer. Uh, no, nah, not to put not to put our show down or anything. But yeah, they do a really good job. Yeah, for sure. They they recently did like a, a really good um, uh, podcast, um, which was their their sixty fourth podcast um, episode, um, and it's all about oh. Commodore sixty four games. So That's they um cool. they had a selection of games um, to choose from, and um, yeah, they chose the best Commodore sixty four game of all time. So um, yeah. yeah, that also has the owner Very. of um yeah, they that also has um Ben Campbell, who's the owner of nineteen eighty nine, and um, it's also got Evan Weston, who's like probably one of the best Australian arcade game players. So yeah, check wow. it out. That's cool. Yeah, I'll be I'll be checking that out for sure. I've listened to a bunch of their episodes and yeah, they're really good. So check them out called they're called Game the System. Um I'm not sure of what all, all the platforms that they're on. Um but yeah, Google them or do you know what platforms they're using Neil? Um I'm pretty sure they're on Spotify um yeah. and that's all that's all I listen to them on maybe we could put in a link after um on this podcast or something yeah um, sure I think they have a Facebook yeah. page as well um so I'll, I'll put some links in the description of this podcast and you can find uh, them there and yeah shout out to the game the system guys uh we love you and um thanks for contributing to the retro gaming community with such a such a fine podcast. Yeah. Um, guess that about wraps it up. What do you, what do you reckon, boys? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Shout-outs. Uh, more shout-outs to the Arcade Perfect podcast as well. Yes. Good, good. Darren Borg, Darren Borg and Sean Tag, Tagster. Tagster. Legend's been podcasting for a long time, yeah. Yeah, I've listened to a few of theirs. Um, so they basically run through a, uh, a certain arcade game they choose every episode and go through all the ports, yeah. don't they, and sort of review yeah, them. Yeah, and, all the ports. Yeah. Consoles, the, uh, the, uh, you know, the home micros as well. Yeah, nice. The, versus the MOS off against each other. Yeah, yeah that's, pretty, that's a cool idea. Yeah, yeah. Very nice. All right, awesome. Well, I'll put a link for the uh, Arcade Perfect podcast in the description as well. Uh, thanks for joining me, boys. I'm sure it's it's, it's two forty six p.m. here, so that's almost eleven p.m. for you, boys. So, oh no way! Oh. Yeah, you better get to bed before before you get uh, smacks on the bum. <laughs> All uh, right, good to see you again, John. Ah, thanks, yeah, man. Good, good to see you up. guys. Yeah, really cool. Almost felt like I was back home. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks for tuning in, guys, and. Uh, We'll we'll see you again soon. Mike, Mike.